Good evening, everybody. Hopefully, if you have not joined us yet, you're going to listen in or you are listening in on the recording. And if you're here and you want to ask a question, then the chat's available. So look into that. That'd be great. And we can answer some questions for you. Um, next week, we won't have one of these because I'm going to be in California with my daughter and her family. And the week following, I'm just getting back from the trip. So for the next two weeks, we won't have one. But in the meantime, reach out to me if you would and let me know if these feel valuable to you, either when I'm live or if you're listening to it later. And then also, I'd like to know from those of you that are listening what a good time would be. It's six o'clock in the Eastern time right now. That would be nine o'clock or it'd be uh, three o'clock out on the West Coast. I realize that might not be the best time for those of you out there. So depending on who's engaging with us and who's coming on the call here, we'll kind of determine the, the time. So I'm thinking we may move it to eight o'clock Eastern time. That would make it five o'clock out on the West Coast. But um, again, I'm going to wait to hear from you and see what's the best time for all of you. So I'm just going to make this one kind of short. Um, I know there's people on spring break and there's a lot of things going on tonight. I've heard from some of you that you're desperately working on your race car to get it ready to go. And I, I understand all that. That's great. But um, my granddaughter McKenna and I are going to head out tomorrow afternoon and Friday afternoon. She gets out of school early and we're going to personally visit some potential marketing partners. Now, McKenna doesn't have any marketing partners that are not close friends and family. And this year, we're going to try to branch out and see if we can get some businesses who would really benefit from partnering with her. So that's what we're going to do the next two days. Um, I'll probably do some kind of Facebook Live thing or something, let you know how that's going, because that's not easy. McKenna's only 15, and even for myself, going in and basically cold calling a company, even if it's somebody that I know really well, is still not easy. I don't like asking for money, but it's necessary. And so I have learned to try to get over that fear that I always had. Um, but it gets easier the more you do it. So that's what we're going to do the next couple days. We'll let you know how that goes. But I ran across an article, seven tips you need to know to get sponsored. And I'm just going to like go over this, the seven tips briefly. And then I think on a different call, we might delve into a couple of those in, um, in more depth. So the first one, which I think is interesting, is give so you can receive. That is a motto that you've probably heard as a kid. It's better to give than receive. But I have to admit, it's always nice to get gifts, isn't it? We all feel that way. But I also, I love giving. I, that's probably one of my gifts, <laughs> if you will, is giving to others as much as I can, sometimes more than I should, because I, I, it just makes me feel good. And that's one of the reasons send out cards comes in so handy, because I can create a card and I can send it within just a few minutes from my phone 
And I can even add a gift and I just let people know that I care about them. And so that's probably one reason why send out cards really spoke to me these last 10 years. But give before you get. So what that means in racing is that when you go to meet a potential sponsor, you have to be prepared with what you're going to do for them. We know what you want them to do, but they, they want to know what are you going to do for them. Are you going to make some appearances at their business? Are you a good social media contact? Are you good at sharing? Those kinds of things. Um, so think about what do you have to offer to a potential sponsor? And it's not the trophies in the trophy case. Because honestly, they don't really care about that, I don't think, very much. You know, of course, it's nice to see a car in the winner's circle with your name on it if you're a business. I, I don't disagree with that. But there's way more to it than just that part of it. So think about it. You know, think about what is it that you can do to give back to your sponsor. And then um, I want you to send me a note and tell me, hey, these are the things that we do to give back to our marketing partners. And then I'm going to compile a list um, and share it with everybody because there may be things that you do that no one else does. And we want to help each other. That's what the purpose of this is, is to help each other and grow the group to, um, to get you more partners and, and be able to have better equipment and race more than you did last year and all those kind of things. So tip one, give so you can receive. Tip two, look for similarities. So what does that mean? That means that if you typically are an Applebee's kind of person, then don't go to Hardee's and ask for um, sponsorship if you never really go there. Because you need to really buy into the products and the services that are on your car. I'm not saying you have to use all of them. If you, ooh, sorry. If you had, let's say you had a bankruptcy lawyer on, on your car, because last year somebody did. Well, I would hope you don't have to use him. So in that case, you want to promote him, but you don't want to ever use him if you can help it. But maybe you know people you can refer to him. So that's pretty much the same thing. You know, go to your favorite restaurant. If you go there often enough, they probably at least recognize you. Where do you shop? All those kinds of things. Find similarities to you, your family, and the people that are at the racetrack. Where do those people shop? Where do those people go out to eat? What lawn service do they use if they do? What, what mechanic do they use? What car lot do they buy their cars from, etc.? So look at the crowd in the, in the grandstands where you race. No, you're not going to know everybody, but you can kind of get a general census of those people and where they probably shop and, and do business. So that's another one. Similarities. Similar, similarities between you and your potential sponsors. <clears throat> so tip number three, create scarcity and urgency. So what does that mean when it relates to racing? Well, scarcity and urgency to me reflect that you only have so much real estate on a car that you could put decals on. You only have so many things that you can do or so many businesses that you can 
partner with in the summer to actually visit and have your car there. There's only so much time until the races start. So scarcity is uh, scarcity and um, urgency are a perfect thing to talk about right now because you're getting your cars lettered. It's not very many weeks till the racing starts. And you can use those to, to go into a business and say, we're going to be racing in a month. And I only have, you know, these spots available on my car. And I have a whole list of people I'm going to contact, but I really wanted you on the car. We, we shop at your store, we eat at your restaurant, whatever it might be. So um, get familiar with, you know, what, what their products are if you don't shop there as much as you could. Um, but don't go into someone and want, to, want them to sponsor you and you've never been in the business before or you really have no idea what they're doing. That's not going to work because they're going to see right through that. So tip number four, build your social proof. What that means is that don't just say, oh, I'm on, I'm on um, Instagram, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter. I post all the time, I do this, if that's really not the case, because it's so easy to check. Be honest with them and say, oh, go to my Facebook page. You'll see pictures of my car. You'll see pictures of my team. We post on there our schedule and all these kind of things. And if you're not doing that, then you need to get started and make this the year that you're going to have social proof at the end of the year for what you and your team did. Because honestly, that's the first place potential sponsors are going to look. Are you posting positive things? Are you posting things about your car? Are you negative about your track? They're going to find all, all that out. So you don't even have to say anything. They're going to look, I guarantee it. So build your social proof and make sure that it's positive. It's um, encouraging, you know, funny. It shows pictures of your team, your car, the racetrack. Um, fans wearing your shirts, all kinds of things you can do on social media. And we, we cover that a lot. And we're going to be covering it a lot, a lot throughout the year. So tip number five is stand out from the crowd. Now, what does that mean? Every car on the racetrack is either black, red, or orange, or whatever it is. How are you going to stand out? It isn't just about how your car looks, but it's more about how are you going to stand out from the six other drivers that came in and wanted a sponsorship. What McKenna is going to do is her proposal focuses on the fact that her, her, her mom, her grandma, me, we are very good marketers. We are very good on social media. We post all the time when racing season's going. It gets wild and crazy. We post even more, especially this year, her mom's going to get way more involved with the postings while McKenna's at the track. Um, so that's one of the things. It's not just about her car. She's got two cars. She's a 15-year-old girl. She gets a lot of press. No, it's about how does she stand out from the other drivers. She's polite. She races hard. She races clean. She is good about partnering and sharing on social media with about her sponsors and the list can go on. So find your, 
things that you're really good at. Find the things that make you stand out from the other race car drivers and make a connection with those people. Find something that you have in common with them. That goes back to the similarity thing. Oh, you're both Michigan State fans or you both love the Chicago Bears or when you're not racing, you like to fish, whatever it might be. But find some things that you can share other than racing with your uh, marketing partners and make a connection, build a relationship. That's what really is going to get you sponsorship. Uh, the next one is tip six, get an agreement. Okay, so a man's word is good. A signed piece of paper is a must. And I've seen too many times where people are friends, they trust each other, they uh, even family, they, they think, oh, you know, nothing will ever happen. And then somebody gets mad and the relationship blows up and the sponsorship dollars that you were promised is never going to happen and you were counting on them. So get an agreement and get it in writing. If you're not sure about what it should say, you know, contact an attorney or get on LegalZoom and see if they have a contract that you could change a little bit and make it your own for your race team. But get it, get it in writing and, you know, get it in writing. I'm, they're going to give you money and product a, a month before the season in June and again in August or whatever it might be. You know, a lot of companies don't want to hand over all that mon money right away because what if you just quit racing? It's great if they want to spread it out. It's better for them. And really, it's better for the team because now somebody's budgeting for you. But, um, but get it in writing because too many times the people that you think you would never have a problem with are exactly what ends up blowing up friendships, family relationships, all kinds of things. So get it in writing so that everybody understands and move forward from there. Tip number seven. Take the pain out of the price. Oh, gosh. People don't, don't know how much racing costs. If they only pay to come and sit in the bleachers and watch, they have no, no idea it's four or $500 a night for tires. You know, it's $100 to get into the pits. It's so much for the gas, and it's this, and it's that. And you and I know, because we're involved in racing, how quickly a night of racing can add up. If your car comes off the track in a fairly decent position and without any damage, I guess I would say, then that's a really good night of racing. But the majority of the time, your car is not going to come in first, probably, and there may be some damage, and now the, the price of racing just went up again. Don't take it wrong when people ask questions about how much things cost. Because they really don't know. It's, it's as if you walked into another business that you had no knowledge of and you looked around and you thought, well, they've probably got, you know, half a million dollars invested in this business when in fact it's probably two million because we don't know everything. And so we have to educate our marketing partners about the costs, about what all those costs are and why we need to do the things we do. And, you know, I, I put together an advertising budget list or an advertising cost list 
for potential advertisers for our magazine and the podcast. And the first, at first we had the most expensive package at the top. And then I thought that's not, that's not good because that's big. And so we changed it and put the small package at the top and it reads so much better because it starts at like $150 or something. <coughs> Sorry. And it goes up from there till, you know, like at the end, maybe it's $2,000 or whatever the money is. And it goes up in increments from there. So when they start looking at it, they don't typically scroll to the bottom and look at the high price. They're going to look at the smaller ones and build up to the high. So that kind of takes the pain out of the pricing away. So those are just a few tips that I, I read in this article. I thought it was a really good article. Um, it was in Late Model Racer in August of 2018 and um, was a really good article. So now I'm going to ask for some help from all of you and then we'll get back together uh, three weeks from tonight. And here's some things that I'd like you to send me to my email at iwmanation at gmail.com. It's the initials, iwmanation at gmail.com. And here's some things that I have questions about that I'm hoping you'd share with me. Do you have a budget? And how closely are you able to stick to it? And if you haven't ever used a budget, would you be interested in having me help you put one together so that you have something to go by so you don't just willy-nilly yourself through the season and get yourself in trouble financially, uh, you know, with just buying it, things no matter what and not considering the cost. So do you have a budget? If so, would you be willing to share it? You know, you can knock the numbers out, but what's on your list? Tires, pit passes, you know, et cetera. And then um, do you have a contract that you give to potential sponsors? If you do, you can take the names out, but if you do, would you want to send me a copy? Um, because I'd like to, I'm trying to put some stuff together and I'd like to kind of have some samples to create a brand new one on my own. Um, how about social media? Are you good at it? Are you positive? Are you sharing? pictures of your car, of your team? Are you doing social proof? And do you do it all year round? Just because your car's not going around the track doesn't mean you can't be supporting those marketing partners. So uh, just tell me a little bit about your social media. If you need some help with something, you know, be sure to write a question down. And then again, the urgency and scarcity if you, uh, if you do that, you know, what's your wording? What do you say to potential sponsors about the real estate on your car? So I'm just looking to get some feedback from how you contact sponsors, what you say. Do you try to go out and meet them face-to-face? -face? Do you set an appointment? Do you send a letter? Do you email? What do you do? So just wanted you to send me some feedback Again, um, budgets, contracts, your social media presence, or any suggestions that you would have for other teams. Hey, we did this with our partners and it worked really well and they loved it. Or we did this and that was a bust. So let's share with each other. Send, send it to me, iwmanation at gmail.com. And I'll put together a, 
uh, worksheet and then I'll share it with everybody that's a member of the group. So um, that's about all I've got. I'm headed to Arizona and California on Friday. So be watching Facebook. We'll be um, at Disney a couple days. Mark and I will be in Fontana on Sunday for the NASCAR race. And um, I'll be in Arizona part of the time spending time with my daughters and their family. So uh, watch for that. Send me some feedback. And then if there's anything that you would like to cover on this call, be sure to send that to me. Remember that you can uh, join the call and then there's a message place here under chat where you're able to like ask questions and we can chat back and forth, which is a really good feature of this system. So um, that's all I have for tonight. I appreciate all of you that have become members with us. Your support means more than anything. You, you just have no idea how much that helps. There's nothing free nowadays and uh, you know, the internet costs and the programs cost and all of that. So without all of you, we couldn't, we couldn't do it. So just wanted to say have a great week and uh, talk to you soon.